there's a savior and he calls bring it all to the table thank you jesus won't you think about that just a minute let's just stay right here for a few minutes last sunday night we came to the table it was an awesome, awesome service. I love that line. Bring it all to the table. It's nothing. It's nothing he ain't seen before. It's nothing he hasn't seen before. You say, yeah, but you don't know mine, Rodney. Well, I challenge you to go look at the 11, 12 men that he chose to be his inner circle. Matthew, tax collector, stole money from people, cheated people, done people wrong. And Jesus says, I want you. Peter, fisherman, out cuss any sailor. Old sailors got a bad rap on that deal, didn't they? We started that, they got the bad rap. But Jesus looked at Peter and says, I want you. Come to the table. There's nothing he ain't seen. And He still invites you. Still invites you. No matter where you've been, no matter what you've done. The Scripture's full. I didn't come to save... I didn't come to save the, 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 um, the whale. I come to save the sick. Those who are well need not a physician. Those who are sick need a physician. I didn't come for the well. You say, well, I'm just not religious. That's good. Thank you. You ought to praise God for that. The, re the religious crowd is who crucified him. It wasn't the lost man. It wasn't the sinner. It wasn't the backslider. It wasn't all of those. No, they all loved him. And that's who he, hang around, he hung around with. But he walked into the temple where the religious people were and flipped tables. And I want to reiterate what I said at the beginning of the year because I know that, I know that spirit is hanging around here. That spirit is hanging around here and that spirit is the division. And that spirit is pulling people away. And I said it that first Sunday morning of the year that the enemy is going to do everything that he can to get some of you out of here. And it's going to be penny any stuff that he uses to drag you out of here. And he's going to get you out. And then a year from now you're going to look back and say, that's what I allowed him to do to, to get me out of my family. 
That's how insignificant it's going to be then. I know it's significant now. And I don't take any. I don't take that lightly. But I'm just telling you. Just telling you, that spirit is lingering on this campus. And it's so important that you and I pay attention to it. Because we need you. We need you. You say, I'm insignificant. No, you're not. That's a lie from hell. We need you. Whatever you're doing on this campus, we need you. God didn't place you here. We need you. If he sent you here, don't leave until he says leave. If he tells you to leave, then you got my permission to go. I'm not going to hold you. But I'm not going to let the enemy rob you of something and stir something up in your spirit that's a lie from hell, that's not true, to get you out of here. And I want to beg you, seek the voice of truth. Seek the voice of truth. What is the truth in this? And listen, you may not can see it, and most of us can't, when we're walking in the storm, all we see is the storm. But I challenge you, get somebody outside the storm to look at the situation and give you truth in it. Yes, I'm passionate about this because I love you and we need you. And the enemy just going to drag you somewhere else to somebody that doesn't love you. They don't even know you. In first news, you know you're sitting at home with you think nowhere to go. And you're at the house. And he wins again. Nobody care about me. Yes, we do. Didn't nobody call me? Well, I can't call everybody. Sorry, I can't. But I'm telling you, I'm thinking about you. And we've got to get out of this pastor-only crowd mindset. And we're doing a great job at it. And I'm not speaking just to us. I'm speaking to the world. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, don't let the enemy win. Come to the table. If Simon Peter can sit at the table, if Judas can sit at the table, you can sit at the table. Jesus knew Judas was going to betray him. Jesus knew he was going to sell him for 30 pieces of silver. Jesus knew it all. And he washed his feet. He served him bread. You haven't done that. You ain't sold Jesus out yet. So you're not, you're not worse than Judas. That's why you got to hear truth. And sometimes you can't do it. Listen, listen. You can't do it by yourself. You can't. You can't. That's why Jesus established the church. Because you can't do it alone. Because all you hear is the lies. And when you're in the center of the, center of the storm, that's all you can hear. Nobody cares. I got this. I'm not worthy. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not that. That's all you can hear. That's why you got to step out of the storm and you got to get a brother and a sister to come alongside you and say, no, that's a lie. That's a lie. What do you mean? You don't do nothing around here. I shared this with the singers when we was on single trip. Some of you do more than you, most of you do more than you ever think you know. 
then you, do, then you know you do. Just walking through that door and me seeing your face. Why? Because it's authentic love. And I'm going to get to preach this message sooner or later. One day I'm going to get to preach it. They, they don't quit asking me what I'm preaching on because I still ain't preached this one yet. You matter. You matter. And when you're not here, you're missed. And the more we grow and the bigger we get, I know I can't see everybody. I understand that. But I'm going to tell you what. When I get in that car today and leave from this place, I bet I can name 10 or 15 that wasn't here. Bet you that. And I bet you when you ain't here, I call your name. You ask that lady right there. You say, are you keeping records? Sure am. Sure am. I'm keeping a love record. I ain't keeping a record to check off your name that you was here. Because I'm not about that. But I'm going to tell you what. I'm keeping a love record. Because when you ain't here, I miss you. And I know you're not here. So you don't know I'm here. Yeah. Try me. Try me. Don't let the enemy rob you. Come to the table. It ain't nothing he ain't ever seen before. Can y'all sing that chorus just one more time? And I want you to believe it. Whatever lie you've been believing, and we all do it, and sitting singling nobody out, we've all been there, done that. We all have done it. Okay? Can everybody raise their hand? Yeah, we all have done it. It's not about. I wouldn't even plan on doing this till they sing this song. But I'm telling you, there ain't nothing he ain't seen before. And I'm not letting the enemy rob you. I'm not letting the enemy steal you away from here. I'm going to fight like hell with everything in me to keep you here. To keep you here. Thank you.
the woman caught in adultery, Zacchaeus, the tax collector that everybody in the town hated. And you walk into the town and you said, today, Zacchaeus, I'm going to have lunch with you. And I guarantee you, the highfalutin of the religious church had a stroke. God, you went and you said, I'll go to your table, Zacchaeus. So Lord, I just pray for truth. Lord, I know there's a bunch of lies. The enemy is full of lies and he's trying to He's trying to divide and conquer. He's trying to get us alone. He's trying to do all of that to where he can, he can run that big mouth of his. But Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for the voice of truth. I pray for the voice of truth in this house. Truth. Truth. That we quit believing the lies of the enemy. And Lord, we're all guilty of it. We all fall into that trap of listening to his voice. Because he's always running that mouth. But Lord, I'm not going to stand by and just allow that to happen and see my people, see your people, just one by one go out the door. We're not going to do it. And if they leave, they'll leave because they, they had to run over love to do it. In Auburn Heights, I'm calling you to an authentic love. I'm going to share just a minute of it in a minute. But I'm calling you to an authentic love. I shouldn't be the only one looking around here and seeing who's missing. And I know I'm not. I'm just using, I'm just saying. I want you to be conscious of your brothers and sisters. And who's missing and why are you missing? And you may be the one that can reach them and give them a voice of truth. And I want to challenge you in these days ahead. That when somebody, had you, if, if it's a lie from the pits of hell, you address it as a lie. And you be sensitive to them. You be sensitive. Don't be so hard and, you know, with your religious spirit. I know you're not. I'm just, I'm just trying to warn you. Just trying to help you. You be sensitive to them. But somewhere in that conversation, you give them a little truth. Say, that's, that's, not, that's not quite right. That's what it looks like, but that's not. That's not quite right. I know Brother Rodney's not perfect. And I know he's not like all the other pastors we've had. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. But he's trying. And our church is trying. And we got a long way to go, but by golly, we, we keep moving forward. And just grab a hold of truth. Don't let if it's not time for you to leave, don't leave. Don't let the enemy win. Just jump back in there and pray for them. Pray for them. Pray, pray for them people. Pray Brother Rodney will be a better pastor. Pray for that fellow. Lord, guard these people, I pray. Satan, you're a liar from hell. Father, we love you in Jesus' name. And let me, let me say this on top of it, because, you know, I, I tell you all the time, you got to read between the lines. Some of y'all read the wrong stuff between the lines. But I say stuff, not necessarily that goes on in here, but just stuff that's said in the world, okay? So you have to, you have to decipher through that. And, and, you know, some of the stuff I say that reflects to me is a lot of that is world stuff too. 
I'm in a good spot, okay? I'm in a real good spot. Um, spiritually, pastorally, whatever words you want to use, I'm in a good spot. And I'll say stuff, but that's not, I'm not, I don't need, I don't want sympathy. I'm not trying to get sympathy. I'm not trying to do any of that that I'm unhappy. I'm, I'm in a good spot. So read between, read between the lines. Some of that stuff I just, I pray because, you know, I, I know how the enemy lies. And I just, I want to unveil some of that stuff, okay? So I'm happy with where we're at <clears throat> in the church and what we're doing and everything that's going on. I'm telling you, it's amazing to see what God's doing. And I am excited to, to continue on this journey. And um, it, it's just good. It's just real good. So don't, in the midst of me getting passionate, Lincoln used to ask, why is Papa so mad when he preaches? Papa's not mad. Papa's passionate. And I'm going to tell you, when the enemy starts messing with this house, I'm going to get irate. It's telling you, you mean something around here. You mean something. You don't believe that lie. You don't believe that lie. You mean something. All right. Authentic love. I've been waiting three weeks to preach this message. Jesus showed up last few weeks. and I don't even know what I was going to preach about it, but I still got it. First Corinthians. We shared a few weeks ago with you. I don't know how long it's been now. I know three or four, maybe. But we talked about um, authentic love, and the, 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 the verse was Romans 12, 9. Lisa, have you got Romans 12, 9? I, there you go. Don't just pretend to love others. Really, really love them. I love that. Re really love them. Did y'all get that really part? Really. I mean, I mean, really. Really? Y'all got that. Really love people. Don't be a fake. Don't be a fake. Don't be, don't be, really. Really love. Hate what's wrong. Hold tightly to what's good. Hold tightly to what's good. And listen, that can go back to what we just was talking about, what we was just praying over everybody. Hold tightly to what's good. Hate what's bad. But whatever's good, move to it. And grab on and really love. Really love. Care about when your neighbor's not here. Care about when your brother and sister's not here. Care about those when they're sick. In the hospital home. Care about them. Reach out to them. Forget in that old mindset. Well, that's what we pray, pay you for. Well, then, then everybody don't get seen. Because I can't run around here, you know. I mean, y'all know that. I'm just, you know. So that's why it takes all of us to really love, to have authentic love, to really, you know. That's what small groups is about. You know, when you, get in, when you get involved in a small group, then that small group knows when you're sick because you're communicating with them weekly. pastor may not know about it, but my small group knew about it. Hallelujah. Instead of one praying, you got 15 praying. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of advantages to the small groups. Sunday school classes, small, it's great. You know, Howard's right, be a learner. But be in community. That's what I love about it. You're studying God's Word together. I love what he said there. You're studying God's Word together in community. Then they know what's going on. And, and we've got 17 groups, you know, and that's exciting. All right. 1 Corinthians. The Bible says, not in 1 Corinthians, but in the Gospels, that you are the light of the world. You're the salt of the, the, salt of the earth, the light of the world. You're salt. You're light. Okay? When we read 1 Corinthians... When it's known as the love chapter. When we begin to go through that and we study that and we see what, 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 how, how Paul 
compares love to fake. Really is what he's doing. Okay, and I just want to go over a couple of those with you, a few of those, and just kind of give you, because, because I, I, I'm, I'm convinced that, and, I, and, I'm, and I, I see it a bunch, that we're not much different than those out there. And it's important, if we're going to be salt and light, that we be true salt and light. Not just Sunday morning brightness, and I'm not preaching about church attendance, not about that. Okay. But I'm talking about when you go out there, do you just fit in with that out there? And then you can fit in here and you can fit in there. And wherever you're at, you just kind of fit in. And that's good to a certain extent. But not so much that you out there compromising all your belief system just to fit in. See, see, we're to be different. We're to be different. Okay. Now, you can't take that to the extreme. Because if you take it to the extreme, then you're no count out there. Because nobody wants to be around no super spiritual, highfalutin, whatever. Whatever name you want to put on it. Nobody, they run from it, okay? Be real. That's what authenticity is, being real. And when we think about our love, and I want to just walk through these real quick. But I want you to see the difference. And, and I want you to, this is, the, this is the point I want to make in this whole message. That, that we realize that I need to be on this side, not on this side. Love suffers long. Love suffers long. Having patience with imperfect people. Having patience. That's what, that's what suffering long is. Having patience in dealing with people. Now, what, do we, what does the world do? Cuss them out. Blow the horn. Get out of the way, Gail Gentry. Can't drive? Get out of the way. That's what we... That, well, I, I ain't ever done that to Gail, but Jeffrey said that. So I'm, no, Gail said that the other week, so I'm not in trouble. She's not offended. But having patience with imperfect people. Paul says, though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, remember I preached on this, but have not love, I'm just a clanging cymbal, sounding brass, and though I give, have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faiths so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I'm nothing. I want a house full of lovers around here. Love suffers long. Love is kind, active in doing good. Are you active in doing good, or are you just active? Does not envy. I love this. Wants others to get ahead. Now, how contrary is this to out there? When, when we're climbing the corporate ladder, whoever's foot I can put my head on, so be it. But I'm going up. So different than what Paul says when he says, it's active in doing good. It doesn't envy. It wants others to get ahead. It wants others to prosper. It wants others to do well. So you need to be checking your love as we talk. Check your love. Does not parade itself. Self-glory. No. It's not puffed up. Treating others arrogant. Does not behave rudely. Displays good manners. This one right here. This is going, this is going to get this, this whole world right now. Does not seek its own. We live in a me generation. Me, me, me. What have you done for me lately? You didn't shake my hand. Offended. Move on. Go to another church because the preacher won't speak to you. All these things. Not here. That's them other churches I'm talking about. Thank you, Mark. And tell them staff people. They had, they're, 
Them staff people, they are geared to say amen. Nobody else speaks up. Does not seek its own. Where you at in this? Where you at? Is it all about you? Is it all about you? Or is it about your brother and sister? Is not easily provoked. <laughs> Lord Jesus. No, I don't know what Paul was thinking when he wrote this, but it wasn't for 2020. Is not easily provoked. Boy, we'll get crossways in a minute. Won't it back and get stiff? And it's like, no, you didn't. Yeah, they did. You got a big old button right there. And it's just easy to push. <laughs> and when they push it, it goes, it gets red. <laughs> Debbie said, my veins get to popping out in my neck. I don't know why she confessing my sin, Farad, but you know, some do, some do, some do. It's not easily provoked, not irritated or touchy. <laughs> Are you touchy? So touchy. That's not love. It's not love. And it's not only for Sunday school. Preaching is for learning too. Amen. Amen. Don't be so touchy. Rodney. Call some of y'all's other names in a minute. Not irritated or touchy. Some of these are wearing me out. I'm just telling you. I ain't got it together. I ain't got it together. When Gail's sitting at the red light on her phone and it's done turned green. <laughs> blow that horn. Especially if they got, like Lonnie, got a California tag. We go on green in Alabama. <laughs> we go on green in Alabama. No, how y'all drive in California. But in Alabama, we go on green. Debbie's heard that a time or two. So I'm not just preaching to y'all. I'm preaching to me also. Thinks no evil. Doesn't keep accounts of wrongs. Doesn't rejoice in iniquity. Rejoices in the truth. Love, listen to this. Love bears, believes, hopes, endures all things. It bears. I don't, I don't like you, but I love you. Sure, I believe in you, but I believe. And I'm hoping you're going to get better. I'm hoping you're going to get better. And I'm going to endure it until you do. That's not love. That's not love. It bears. It's patient. It's kind. It believes. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I, I, this ain't in my notes, but the Lord just dropped this in my spirit. We need to start believing in one another. Yes, we do. You hear me? That is good. That wasn't from Rodney. That's from Jesus. So don't credit it to me. We need to start believing in one another. We need to start believing in one another. Edifying one another. Exalting one another. Yeah. We need to believe in one another. Hopes endures. How's your endurance doing? You about fed up with this joint? <laughs> Not this joint, but you know, figuratively speaking. The last thing there is, love never fails. Love never fails. I want you to go home. Listen to the Lord. And I want you to see where you're at in all these areas. And I'm going to do the same thing. I'm working on some of these. Because I know, I know I'm not loving like Paul challenges us to love. And I want to be authentic in my love. I want my love to be real. Not only for those I like, for those I don't like. You say, the pastor's got people he don't like? Well, He's a human being. 
Just because he's got pastor in front of his name doesn't mean that he's exempt from all this stuff. Okay? I'm not thinking of anybody right off the hand I don't like, but I know there's probably some. And you do too. But Jesus says you've got to forgive. You've got to move on. And you do your best. And there'll be some you can't, you can't go with. I understand. That's what the Word says. Do your best. And move on. But Father, help us to do our best. Because some of us are not tolerant at all. Somebody look at us the wrong way, we, we turn against them and cuss them and do everything else. And all they've done was probably having a bad day and they just glanced at us and we're so whatever. So Lord, we all, everybody in this house today, starting with me, can work on this list. So Holy Spirit, I pray you bring it to mind, to me, first. That my love would be real and it would be genuine. It would be kind, it would believe, it would bear, it would hope, it would not be puffed up, it would not seek its own. Gentle, all of those things are the fruits of the Spirit. Lord, the world's losing that. The world is losing it. God, the church can't lose it. The church can't lose real love. Because if the church loses it, Lord, there won't be any. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray in this church, in other churches, the Lord, our love would be genuine. Our love would be authentic. And we would love with an everlasting love. I bless you and I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. God bless you.